Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It's me, Ben. And it's me, Abba. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Nostalgic. You're glowing. You're glowing. glowing. And look at your collared shirt. Thank you. I'm, you know, the glow, it's called, it's grease. It's grease. It's sunblock. And you know what? I was like, wait, you went to Greece? I went to Greece. Well, I do live just south of the Danforth, so practically. Greek town. And that's that's the bank. That's the bank and cash it in. And I will. BMO, just kidding. I'm not with BMO. I'm with Simply Financial. Okay. Oh my God, that's you. you know what it's so strange because i was actually with cibc collab with president's choice financial and then one day out of the blue president's choice just like called not called <laughs> emailed and was like listen like we're not gonna exist anymore so you're actually gonna get this new girl called simply and then i just had to go through this whole rebranding identity crisis i had to rebrand and you know what? Like a phoenix, I, I rose from the ashes. From the what? Yeah. Who's that? I was so cool. So was so cool. I have to agree. I have I to agree. This is a made-up account. This account was made today. This is, you know, I think ABBA created bots for the show. And we were bots. <laughs> ABBA has a click farm. ABBA has a I, click farm in Oakville, uh, Ontario. Uh, and they're all working away. That's why I have so many followers on all platforms. <laughs> That's why we're verified. Okay. Hi, Monica. Monica, hola. Oh, my God. Oh, I miss. Oh, my God. We have friends. We have friends watching Ava. We need to represent our community. It's really great. And we really are. And I'm excited because we're talking about such great topics. We haven't. It's also kind of like our topic, like our pop sensation, I feel like is the furthest back we've gone kind of in the zeitgeist. You know oh, what I for mean? Sure, for, sure. for sure, the it's, furthest back we've gone. Yeah, yes. like we're really, and it was, it's kind of nice. I'm like, this is, we're getting into our history, yeah. we're getting into roots of like pop and R&B and soul yes. and, well, what? I just trail off. It's it's honestly so great. I'm excited to talk about this pop sensation, but I'm also excited because our guest is extremely well learned. Some would even say she has her degree and her what PhD. She honey. has a PhD. She is a Reverend Doctor. Captain. Captain. Captain <laughs> Reverend Doctor, Doctor, which is a phrase Abba has coined. Um, <laughs> but our guest is truly, I mean, with every pop star, with every person mm-hmm. who's ever sang a song, I think our mm-hmm. guest knows. Just no shit has been to the concerts. Just has read done his book. research. He's read the book. Top, he's literally he's read. read the book. Literally was telling me about the book today. 
And I'm really excited because he just released an album. Yeah, and it's so funny. So fucking funny. We're both kiki kiki. We key, are. This is this is true. This is actually true. True tea. As uh, if you listen to the album, you can hear Ab and I laughing because we are sitting together. And it's called Capricorn. It's oh my goodness. So Capricornication. I was uh, literally. I, I almost had to slip up and called it Californication. And this is if you want the red hot chili peppers, this is not that. This is stand up comedy. You eventually will talk about the red hot chili peppers. Oh, we will. I have a lot I'm to excited. say. F- part of my sexual awakening. I have a lot to say about Anthony. I'm not going to lie about that. Uh, the cock socks. Whoa, that you just unlocked a memory that I forgot. I, forgot I, know, I remember seeing that as like a little boy and being scandalized. Being like, oh, I'm gay now. I was like, <laughs> also being like, it was so nice because it gave me permission to kind of like be like, oh, like this is like porn for me, but I could look at it openly because it's just like news. Yes, I remember being like, damn, that's a grown man. Yeah. That's a grown and, man. And looking back a little bit, not for me. Okay, we're getting off. No, we're getting off. Okay, our guest is so, so funny. Download his stand up album wherever you could download anything. It's called Capricornication. It's literally the funniest thing you'll ever hear in your life. He's so, so funny. He's been tearing it up on the podcast scene, I'll say. Literally. Love him. Great podcast. Love him. Please welcome Brandon, Brandon Ash Oh my god, I'm here. I'm here. I changed outfits again. Brandon, this is his third reveal. Yeah, Brandon, you look really, really good. You look really good. Thank you. Oh my god. God. Oh my god. Thank you. Are you sure you're not bi? You wouldn't date me, would you? I'm sure I'm not. (laughs) I'm sure. sure. Not even. I'm sure. I'm sure. sure. I got an award. Oh my god, <laughs> listeners, Brandon is holding up an award that he won. Student award presented to Brandon Muhammad and that's bitch, you went to Annette Street? 2004, yeah. 2005. Listen, I, oh, I'm not about I to. I told you, I told you, I, we've talked, we've talked to you. I told you about the first day of that school there. Yes, I also yes. went to the daycare that's there and yes. I was showed up to the place that you work at and then they were like, you don't go here, you need to leave, Emma. <gasps> What is this pile? Yeah, gotta agree. His out, the outfit isn't. This is Boogie Nights. I was gonna say this is very like seventies, eighties. It is. I really like it, and I think it's on brand for what we're talking about. Seeing as she reached her peak around seventies, eighties. Oh, she did not reach. Oh, we're gonna. When have, did she reach? Well, here's the thing. Brandon's gonna edit. This will be very much like we are getting a free class today. I and Brandon like. has also promised that he's gonna fight us. Yeah, he, fucking fight both. Oh, can I swear? Yes, you can yeah, swear. We're fighting. This is the thing about Brandon. He will fight me for no motherfucking reason. All I do is support you, and every day it's strife, it's stress. Yeah, what's wrong with you? That's what happens when you associate sometimes with Ben. Sometimes it's tough luck. <laughs> Isn't Ben your amiga cheetah? Like, what the fuck is going on? I know. You you know Raven and Adrian had a tumultuous relationship. They did. They did. did. But you know what? I think at the end of the day, they were always sisters. They were always sisters. We are sisters. We are sisters. We are sisters. But truly, I, I can't believe... Number one, what you're wearing. It's iconic. Uh-huh. Listeners, Brandon's wearing a I'd say a Tommy Hilfiger zip zip up polo. 
No, it's not. It's a button up. It's a button, but button, button, button up. But I don't. I can't have the fucking fan on, and I don't have no, air conditioning in my house. The chest so hair is like, out. The chest so hair. And you know like, what? I I kind of have my chest hair too. So I'm just like. Okay. I want to have my chest air hair out. Ah, oh, but you you know what? what? It's out. Chest hair is the proverbial chest hair. Chest hair is more of a feeling than an actual right. thing. Your chest hair can be your eye makeup. Your chest hair can be your bangs. Your ch- state of mind. It could be a state of mind. It could be a state of being. Ooh, and that's that on that. <laughs> that's not on that. We, but who are we discussing? I don't think we've even said yet who we're discussing. We've been dating and dating them. Who are we discussing? We are discussing the one, the only, the legend. Miss Tina Turner. Okay. I'm so excited because uh, you actually went to her concert. I went to her final concert, her final tour. Her final tour. Final tour. What, what, how old were you? I was, I think, so 16 or 15? <gasps> That's a Just old, enough, old enough to really like be uh, developing taste in music. Totally. Like That was your formative. Well, I'd always love Tina Turner. Tina Turner... And I used to think my grandmother was Tina Turner because they looked the same when they were, they were like, because they're like around the same age, essentially. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I don't know. I remember when I was a kid, anytime I would get upset, my mom would put mm-hmm. in the What's Love Got to Do With It VHS. Oh. <laughs> watch the story of Tina Turner. Oh, it was such, and it was such a good story. It was it such, was a, such a crazy movie. It's a it's, crazy it's, story. It's a very black people. It's, a, it's one of the most iconic black movies of all and time. I'm really excited to talk about that. But I was wondering, do you want to do we want to talk about your album first? Yes. Let's talk about my my album. Yes. Sorry, mm-hmm. Tina. <laughs> Tina, you're gonna have to wait. You're gonna have to wait for just a second. Yeah. Let's let's talk about let's talk about your album. So how are you feeling? Like I think it was received extremely well. It was extremely extremely well. Today's like mm-hmm. the last day people can buy it, and all the money will go to um, the charities. So buy it. I don't know it's just been like a crazy time it's yeah. been a crazy time I went from not doing anything to being so busy and then being in the news yeah, yeah. Being literally on the news being on the tv yeah that's huge what has that been I mean we've talked about it like privately a bit but like yeah. what has it been like truly like so many more people and you already had a following before your album exactly. but now like so many more people know who you are and know the ground you've been breaking here in Canada. Well it's just crazy like I remember the first day it was re- well I guess a month ago today and then um Dave Merhaj shared it wow. and then I got a a, a a DM from some dude in Portugal Whoa. and then he told me that he heard the album and he he laughed so hard and he couldn't go for his run because he was laughing too hard. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So it's just crazy yeah. to, I guess, have this exposure finally. And it's kind of like, I guess it's been like a kind of a long time coming. So yeah. it's kind of like vindicated me and like, it's given me the confidence where like before, like when you're like, when you're someone like us, or especially yes. like someone like I guess like me, I was the only one for so long. Mm-hmm. You feel like you are um, like you're lesser, or like yes. you're crazy. You're like, am I talented? Or like, like what is it? And I feel yeah. like this like was finally like, okay, you know what? I am actually talented. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I am yeah. actually talented. Yeah, and not true. only that, it's like the audiences 
who never knew that they had you to watch are mm. finally now yeah. like they're vindicated too and they're like oh no like stand up can be for me because like it is there's yeah. someone like me on stage it and, it, like, and actually, to speak on that the first time when i first started doing stand up brandon was like the first black queer comedian who i saw perform in real life because it you there isn't a, a, a dearth of like no. black gay comedians online you can of course you can find them the issue is being a comedian being black being queer and coming up in toronto trying to get work if you don't see yourself represented of course you're going to think that you're breaking ground every time apply for something or submit something so watching you was actually like i think it was like integral to how much Uh i want to continue doing comedy like there have been multiple times in my career where i've been like mm, maybe i should just stop because like how far can i actually get mm-hmm. but that's how what i you felt mean. too that's how yeah. i felt too where yeah, i was just like oh i guess i'll just be this little like yeah. unknown person yeah. Yeah. and and i keep saying this i keep keep saying this when you go to the u.s and you blow up and the international implications that will mm-hmm. have we're gonna get the fuck out of you so everybody mm-hmm. better get in his roses right the Bitches fuck now. Bitches be mad, bling bling. And you're breaking ground, so let's Ooh. celebrate that. It's like people also don't know the history. Like, whenever I tell people that I'm the only gay black yeah. stand-up in Canada, they're like, no, you're not. And I'm just like, how do you know? Yeah. <laughs> Before that, this decade, historically, there have only really been three major yeah. gay black comics. There was, um, there's this one dude in the UK... And then um, there was Moms Mabley, who nobody knew was queer. And then there was Wanda Sykes. Yeah, mm. Wanda Sykes. Yeah. Who I looked up to. Before yeah. I knew I was gay, I knew Wanda Sykes was gay. And I was like, hell uh, fucking yeah, I love her. She's the best. <laughs> so I, it's, it's nice that you're being added to. Um, being added. I'm getting vindicated. Yeah, Solomon being... Giorgio. Uh, tweeted my album. So, tweeted it. Dwayne Perkins. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. I'm Larry really Owens. happy. Larry yeah. Owens, who yeah. just won, um, yeah. what's a drama award? A drama, drama desk award. award. Yeah. You. Yeah. And it's also Dude. like just to hear, Brandon, you talk about just your story coming up and how people mm-hmm. made it so hard for you and you being able to like mm-hmm. share that story on these huge platforms. It's just like, like, this is what happened. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> what happened? like people. Oh, my life has to fight. I, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've made it. You've made it already so much easier for uh-huh. everyone else. Well, yeah. that's not just. Thing. I feel like there's a lot. There's sometimes I've I've just like seen like senior queer comics mm-hmm. or comics that are more senior to me, um, like fake help people oh, or yeah. like um, mm. just not do anything. And I'm just like, oh. well, what's the point of doing of doing exactly? Yeah. Exactly. I think whenever we think about like whenever I think about you. I, I'm definitely, it's first anger. No, I'm kidding. I, whenever I, <laughs> it's anger. Rage. Definitely anger. like community because um, yeah. I think that black queer comics, queer comics in general, but specifically black queer comics really like, we really try and keep our community together because we don't have much else other mm-hmm. than each other. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm really, I'm really excited for everybody to like keep buying the album, keep yeah. listening. It got because... added to two other networks in the States. So that's cool. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, amazing. That's, so that's cool. We're doing I'm, it. I'm happy. I'm happy to to see you like keep like breaking barriers. Oh, so I'm, I'm glad things are coming. 
things yeah. are coming up. There's things I can't talk about that are happening. No, not. Uh, but I you know. guys know. Um, I know. What I mean, one. I won free final draft yesterday. I could talk about that's that. That's huge. Final draft is expensive. Uh-huh. No, that's for Sorry. sure. But no, Brandon, and it's like I've said this to you a bunch, but like this is your year, and it's like it's this so, is my year in the weirdest time. And it's so it's the weirdest time, but in a way, it's like. It's it's almost I mean obviously not great because COVID sucks, um, yeah. but it's like I feel like because we are doing like things over Zoom now, it's like you've been able to really like do all these interviews because people are now considering like Zoom stuff as an option. So you're yeah. like your reach has like expanded in a, yeah. in a kind of odd. I've been doing shows in in um, California, yeah, recently, so. which is amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Uh-huh. So I'm hoping buy the album but our, our, i'm looking at our list of topics to talk about we have a lot and the next topic is fights fights Fight? let's talk about us fighting each other okay Brandon. so let's fight let's okay, fight okay. <laughs> okay. Well, well, I, already, I got asked facebook did say that i was meaner than ellen he was so mean he did it was my grandmother it was my grandmother. She quit the show and then she did the um she did the Bobby Shmurda dance on on, on Instagram <laughs> yesterday. So funny. Oh my god, I was crying. Oh she god. reminds me of my grandmother. Yeah. Like just like she was in a good mood that day. She was in a good mood that day. <laughs> she was in a bad mood. Oh my god, she was like arguing <laughs> with my brother. So what? what she did is she like made a barbecue today. But then she left the barbecue open, so all the wood in it was wet at the bottom. But then she was like, so then she just spent like an hour arguing with my brother, and I was like, just just leave her, just let her. He's like, she's gonna get burnt, and I'm like, okay, just let just leave her, let her get burnt. And then she, she like fixed the fire, and, and it was fine. Yeah. But she was literally like screaming outside. She was just like, go away, go away. <laughs> Another thing she did um, she was did. okay. So um, I have my personal checkbook, but because. Mm-hmm. When I got, first got a bank account, I um, mm. did a joint with her so I didn't have to pay the monthly fee because seniors don't have to pay for monthly fees. Oh. So whatever, I have a checkbook, but it has both of our names on it. But it's my checkbook. And I've tried to explain this to her several times, but she doesn't listen. So whatever, she has to write a check for something. I can't remember what. But she wrote a check, and then it went into my bank account, and they took all my money out. And I was like, so I was so upset. And then I was just like, what, what is this? What's happening? And then she was just like, she was like, I wrote my name. And I'm like, it's my checkbook. So then she's like, whatever, you loser. And then, <laughs> and then she went, and then she, we went to the bank. The bank is like right down the street. And then the bank manager had to like explain it to her. And then she finally listened. Yeah. So when I went home, I was like so upset that I just like went home. Oh, and, then, and then I was telling my brother what happened. And as soon as she heard me, she was like, ah! <laughs> she's just like up and she's like both of you are paying rent five hundred dollars a month and I was just like okay. <laughs> she killed me. Oh, oh my god! god. I love Any your grandmother. Black grandmother will understand. They cannot be wrong. Like when you're wrong, you never forget it. But when you're when they're wrong, that's in the yeah. past. We have to move on. 
my grandma is wrong, she closes her eyes. Like, she acts like a toddler. I'm like, grandma, you left the stove on. She's like, no. And, like, we'll leave the room. I remember one time my grandmother was mopping. This is when I was a little kid and I had, like, a PlayStation 2 and it was, like, brand new. It was just there. And my grandmother, like, was picking it up and then dropped it. Oh, my God. tried to pick it up again and then dropped it and kept dropping it. And I was like, no, no, no. Just like she just kept dropping it. She's like, it's so slippery. It's so slippery. <laughs> and then it, she broke it. She just fully broke it. She fully broke it. And she's like, I didn't do it. You did it. Your grandma's not wrong. Those things are, okay, I'm actually crying because those things are slippery. And I remember because at the day, oh my God, I'm truly crying. At the daycare I went to as a kid, I remember I dropped, I don't think it was a, I think it was like a GameCube or something. It was so old, but it was slippery and I dropped it too. So your grandma's right. CBC, if you're listening, please, 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 please give Brandon a show with his grandma. We're going to call it Moving Up with the Mohammeds, and it's going to be like well, a is parody. It, am I allowed to share? But like Brandon does have that idea on the back burner. I mean, I have a, I've written the pilot. So I wrote it a long time ago. If you want to see that show, sound off in the comments because I don't off. want you to contact CBC at CBC. At CBC Gem. Um, but it's also uh, if you don't follow Brandon on Instagram, you should just because it's great and funny. But also, you get stories of him asking his grandma about just stuff in the news or like in pop culture. And she's like, I was like, Nana, what do you think of Jada Smith entanglement? And she was like, I don't care about rich people. <laughs> that that's her, period. That is, her third eye is open. That is, I agree. Okay. Truly, anti-capitalist. We stand. Speaking of Michael, yes, Michael, we stand. Yes, Michael. Michael. Oh Trisha my God, Trisha. Trisha. Trisha Blatt. Oh, Trisha we Blatt. stand. We stand. Everyone in the comments. People in the comments are sounding. Does she don't even know what this is. Yeah. She's like, trying to be like, man, I want to make you famous, and she's like, I already told you, I didn't want that. <laughs> she doesn't want the fame. She's like, I told you, I never wanted that. They they tried to. Do Trinidad and I was like what and she just like wouldn't talk about it anymore. she's like no oh but then she'll drop she'll drop like little things well so my grandmother was like a very beautiful woman yes and they wanted her to like be Miss Trinidad or something oh my god and they wanted her to be like a beauty queen mm-hmm. but then she would have to wear a bikini and she wasn't allowed to wear a bikini oh and her grandmother said no so then she didn't do it oh it would have been so nice she would have so imagine Miss mm-hmm. Trinidad that would have been so cool what sign is she She's um August. August. Is she a Virgo? Is she late August, early August? She's August 30th. She's a Virgo. That's why she's, she's insane. <laughs> she's really fucking funny. It's because she's oh, like- so that's why she's like that. Okay. That's yeah. why she's like that. Is she really Almost everybody in my family is a Taurus? Oh, all really? my friends are Tauruses. All my siblings are Tauruses. Both my brothers are Tauruses. I love one of my brothers, and I can't say the other one. And they're both um, Tauruses? So that's my whole relationship with Tauruses. That's so I either really like them, or I find them really annoying. Funny. Oh, my God. Okay. And you're a Capricorn. That's why Capricorn yeah. vacation. Okay. Oh my God. I love that. Um, Guys, I'm thinking we should start talking about... Okay, let's talk about Miss Tina. We need to have Miss Tina. Um, I'm very curious. Uh. What's your first memory of Tina Turner? It doesn't have to be like a music video or a song you heard, but like... Maybe, like, in passing, you saw a picture of her. Like, what's your first memory of Tina Turner? Where she I think I remember that? watching her on Much Music. And I remember... Well, I remember I would hear her songs on the radio in my grandfather's van. And then I think I remember we would watch 
This was like her like '90s career. So I think it was "I Don't Want to Fight," which was like her last top ten single, and that was like a really big song. Yeah. And that was like my first memory kind of yeah. of her from that yeah. like '90s era when mm. she was in her fifties, but like killing it. She was in her fifties. Wow. Do you think? Do you think that like at that? Do you think like when your parents listen to certain music, like certain artists? you're more inclined to like that artist? Well, I was, because I liked the sound of old music more. I was more interested. Anything that I heard on, um, what was it, 97.3 Toronto's Mm -hmm. Easy Rock? That's what I I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I agree. I agree completely. Um, I really really like that that's your first memory of her. I think that's really beautiful. Um, So what was like, when you were younger, what was your favorite Tina track versus now? I don't know. Okay, so I guess when I was younger, I like a lot of like, like deep Tina Turner cuts. Mm-hmm. So there's just like her stuff on like my my favorite track when I was younger was called One of the Living, which won a Grammy, and it was on the uh, Mad Max soundtrack. Oh, oh yeah, 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 she was. She was. Um, but um, right now, like. My favorite Tina Turner song, I always hear it at No Frills, Typical mm. Male. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. The Typical Male music video is I caught the shoe. Oh my God, I didn't even know you've seen it or knew who that was. I haven't seen it. What is it? Did you watch it? I used to watch it. I haven't seen it in so long, but my only memory of it is that so Abba, picture like the biggest shoe. <laughs> the biggest shoe you've ever seen in your life. It's just a big- and heel. like an ankle and like a pant attached to that shoe and like Miss Tina's just like walking like, around <laughs> she's just like it's really great she just does this the entire music video I forgot what I'm <laughs> my first memory of tina though honestly why did you how did you see this music video i i literally can't for the life of me remember i oh, just remember just like, that shoe. i remember the shoe was like a black and white like it looks like a tap shoe or something well, um, you, you remember the shoes specifically my first tina memory is like i just always knew that that was her hair you know what i mean uh-huh. Does that make like, sense to you? I know, it's confusing me. <laughs> okay, her hair used to be... Okay, this is my first memory of Tina since we're talking about it. I, I think I had probably watched the um, biopic before I saw her music videos. Okay. But my first memory for some reason is um, her What's Love Got to Do With It music video. And I remember seeing her hair and getting mad. Just being like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't like that it was like kind of spiky. Oh, I love that. I understood that she was kind of like a rock girl and like I, I didn't understand. It. I remember watching yeah. What's Love Got to Do with It music video and I was just like, is she a hooker? Like <laughs> is she cause she just like walking around and I was just like, what is that? And my grandma's like, she's a street walker. <laughs> it's, it's interesting because like I rem- like looking for a trick. <laughs> Your nana's gonna get a podcast on Sonar like tomorrow. Um Michael. But- Contact her immediately. Mariana, it was me. It's interesting that both of you didn't like her look growing up because, like, um, when I was doing a little bit of research, a a bit of research for the quiz Mm -hmm. I made that we're going to do later, um, a lot, and, like, we can maybe unpack this later, but, like, a lot of Mm -hmm. what I found was, like, so many like facts or like whatever we're like did you know that ike had like a huge part in like curating her image and i'm like okay that's not like a huge part it's like it's because he was like controlling her but that's the craziest story i just finished reading her her latest book because she had a book in the 80s with um was it kurt loiter whatever and then i just finished reading that whole thing she talked about that whole 
her whole image and how he would make her do her hair. And then one day wow. her hair fell out and that's how she started using wigs. And she's the one that like popularized wig use in. Yes. Yeah. I would love to talk about that talk about specifically it. because Ike, I was looking at pictures of them and Ike was wearing a wig. I never noticed that he was wearing a wig, but in the recent, in recently when I looked at a photo of him, he was wearing a wig. Oh so God. it was Tina Turner that popularized it. Wow. Like wearing wigs. Wearing wigs on stage. But also she was the first person to really um, revolutionize the modern rock show. Because she usually was just like, people would like, oh, we're singing a song, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But she had dancers. She had choreography. But she was a dancer first. And she was also like one of the, like, she's the one, she taught Mick Jagger how to dance. Well, he he stole... No, she taught him how to do it. She but didn't you like not give her credit or something? Well, like she didn't give him credit, but she's like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think that's a bit yucky. You know, it's very interesting. I think that is yucky too because I was watching an old video of her. I can't remember which show it was, but it she's was okay maybe... with it. <laughs> one of the, one of the first times she had performed. Um, uh, what's it called? Rolling, rolling on the river. Um, it was one of the first times she had performed it live, and she was wearing this really short frock, and she was dancing while she was singing. Her vocals were not touched at all. Like, this woman was shaking, like, yeah. really going on. Her vocals did not falter even once. Yeah. But her dancing was, like, ex- like it was extreme. Like, yeah. It was, like, I was watching it, and, like, I was exhausted by watching her dance. Like, I feel she like we really still, like, see that choreo, too, whenever people, like, perform her. that song. Like, the iCats was yeah. all, like, they, and yeah. she invented that whole thing. Yeah. And it's crazy. <laughs> she was doing that choreography up until her 70s. Oh, my God. It's, like, that's, th- that's what, I also want to talk about this. Like, that woman has been through so much. Well, people don't understand. She was with Ike from when she was, like, a teenager. Yes. Until she was almost... Like forty, yeah. she was like, married to him for sixteen years. I think she was. It was her sixteenth year of marriage or something. Is when yeah. she finally like ran away. She talked about it in her book that she just like mm-hmm. had enough. He beat mm-hmm. her up, and when he mm-hmm. was sleeping, she just like escaped, mm-hmm. and she ran across a highway. Yep. Like oh my an God. actual highway, almost got hit yep. by a truck, so that yep. she could get away from him. And people don't also realize that she owed him so much money. So for the first like couple decades of like her re- like most of her career after that yeah. was her paying him back and she had to um she had a friend I can't remember who it was but her friend would help her get gigs and while this was all happening Ike was trying to get her killed <gasps> so Ike, um Ike was trying to like get a hit on her or something like that <laughs> And then, but then Ike had beef with the mafia, so then the mafia went and like beat him up, so he stopped eventually. But there was a there was a point where she was just like, he eventually, um, she ran away, and she was just like at her friend's house, and like, oh, you want to be by yourself? Here you go. And then gave her all of the kids, and then he was like, you have to figure this out yourself. Ha ha ha! You're gonna be back. And um, yeah, one time he shot up the house. He got someone to shoot up the house. Um, but she also didn't have the support of her mother. Mm-hmm. her mother was just like you need to go back to him you know he's done so mm-hmm. much for you mm-hmm. blah, blah 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 so that took like i think she i can't remember exactly when she left him but it was like a mm-hmm. significant difference and she was kind of um she was touring for a while and kind mm-hmm. of doing like like vegas like mm-hmm. the like those like those, those retro acts and it was like she had this really big following because she was very good friends with um 
David Bowie, Mick Jagger. Yeah. And what got her attention, I think she was performing in New York. And David Bowie was in town, and David Bowie was like, I'm going to go see my favorite artist. And they're like, he's like, who's that? And he was like, oh, Tina Turner. So then through that, all of these people started coming to her shows. And then, um, I can't remember his name, but he's Olivia Newton-John's, or he was, I don't know if he's still Olivia Newton-John's manager. Mm -hmm. But he had given Olivia Newton-John her biggest hit, which was Physical. Mm -hmm. Interesting fact about Physical, Physical was the um, longest running number one single of the 1980s. Okay. What? So he was interested in in Tina, yeah. and um, yeah, he like signed Tina from from seeing that, and he had like this whole idea of like mm. of all this stuff. I can't remember mm. the specifics, but she did a cover of Al Green's "Let's Stay Together," mm. and that was like what kind of like relaunched her because it started getting airplay and it started getting played on MTV. And from there, they were like, "You have two weeks to record an album." Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Two you know weeks? what? I think what you're saying is very telling. Well, I, I just want to say one more thing. Well, at this point, Tina Turner was, I think, 40 something. She was a 40 something year old black woman yeah. in the 80s. And the 80s Whoa. is the first, is the visual era of music. Mm-hmm. So that is where it's like the looks are the most important yeah. thing. So yeah. for her to be a middle aged black woman at that time, where it was also extremely racist. Like it did it, MTV did not play black people no, until Michael Jackson that. had to um or CBS had to boycott MTV and say that they're gonna pull all of their artists unless they played Michael Jackson's Billie Jean. Mm-hmm. And that is how black people started getting played on M- on MTV. MTV. And that is like the whole mm-hmm. that's the whole time. So and for her to have that level of success was crazy. It's crazy. And that's why I kind of want to talk about that because like, it's, it's so sad to see that that same, that same story is like very relevant today. Like a lot of black women don't get um, clout or like, don't get the opportunities that they deserve, the money that they deserve until they have a white cosign. A white um, cosign. A white cosign. And I think that's really fucked up. We can also I'll- talk about women over 40 in music. Women and over how 40. Mm-hmm. And the only person that has been able to chart consistently that's been over 40 is Sia. And I mm-hmm. think it's because nobody can see Sia. Nobody knows what she looks like. Yeah. Nobody knows what she looks like. And and then and another aspect of Tina Turner's career that's so interesting to me is like how much massage noir she's has to come up she has to like yeah. has yeah. come up against like from well, she- being, being with Ike, like being with mm-hmm. so like if you're a black person, and we both know this, Brandon, for but yeah. for listeners. When you're black, obviously we all face the same struggles regardless of gender. However, once we put gender into play, like we we see that obviously black women, black queer people, we we obviously face more violence, we mm-hmm. face more marginalization, and it's because we are so many intersections at yeah. once. Um, and so I think it's really interesting that when we're talking about Tina's career and we're saying that she had to get a white cosign, it's the exact same thing as anyone coming up in any industry today, you have to get a white cosign for anyone to know that you're about shit. And I think that's uh-huh. really fucked up. That yeah. Much. What yeah. else was I going to talk about? Oh, also, when she first came back, she mm. what, nobody wanted to work with her because everyone was like, oh, where's Ike? We, mm. That's half the show. Nobody wants to see this. Nobody wants to see you. I think and that's so it cool. was, um, I can't remember who it was, but it was like Cher helped her a lot. Mm-hmm. Cher would have her on her show. I can't remember what her name is. I'm going to Google her name really quickly. I think mm-hmm. it's... I mean, I think it's great that, like, it's, like, we do not... Like, it's so funny that there was a time when people were like, oh, we don't want to take you with without Ike. And now it's like... Oh. Who's Ike? Who's Ike? Like, 
Had, Mike and Ike? Ike was insane. If you watch, like, a, a, like Ike died in 2006 of a heroin overdose. And the man was in his, like, 70s. Oh, what? Oh, wow. He never got over that life. That man had a troubled, troubled. Yeah, she life. talked about how he was abused a lot as a kid, and that's like where everything came from, and how he would, he would have sex with every single person. Well, not I don't know if he had sex with men, but she talked about every single woman that he had sex that he had came in contact with. He would have sex with them in order to have some sort of control over them. So disgusting. Yeah, that's so fucking disgusting. I and I hate that she had to go through that. I remember watching the biopic when I was very young and not understanding what was happening, but then uh-huh. watching again when I was 17 and being fucking floored. There's another, there's like a documentary that she did oh, and I was, yeah. my grandmother was watching it and it's called The Girl from Nutbush and it's uh-huh. like about that like time in the 80s and she talks about that whole whole period. Like people don't know that Tina Turner also left America because yeah. she didn't like, she was, she was talking about how and this is very true where um, I've seen this happen with several artists where um, essentially the way that the American recording industry works is that they will hold artists back because they don't fit a certain thing. So her music, she was a black woman singing rock music. So they're like, oh, your music isn't black enough. Your black music is too white, blah, blah, blah. So they would hold her music back. So a lot of her, like some of what should be her biggest hits were held back. Yep. And this has happened to, like, we've seen this happen to, like, Lil Nas X, where they removed him from the country yeah. charts. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I was, I've been, I was listening to this documentary um, about Madonna and Hung Up. And Hung Up went number yeah. one in essentially every single country yeah. that it, it was, it was released in. And the only one it did hit number one was the States. And it was because the American record mm-hmm. or the American whatever, radio, whatever, were, like, holding her back so that's what the the kind of environment that she had to go through that's why she went yeah. to europe because she was like yo yeah they're more they're like accepting of me they they love me my husband's mm. there or she wasn't her husband her boyfriend her boyfriend so europe is nicer it's nicer and now that you is mentioned it? that it reminds me of like okay <laughs> it reminds me of Holly Rollins. like when she went solo and started making music and she was doing house music specifically like techno dance music david getta um, like it was it was like it was going off in yeah. Europe. The Europeans were loving her, but in um in North America it was considered a flop. It also reminds me of how like a lot of genres, a lot of a lot of artists who are black women and who do genre bending shit are always yeah. still categorized as R and B. They'll never be categorized as alternative music. But there's right? never been a black female rock singer since. Mm-hmm. Or before there's Fifi Dobson, Fifi Dobson and Jada Pinkett Smith. What about Fifi Dobson? Yeah, Fifi Dobson. <laughs> I feel like they need to do like I don't know when it's because I guess the 20th anniversary of um, her alpha first album is coming up. They need to do something yeah. and celebrate it and be like, "Yo, this was like a groundbreaking album," and she never got yeah the chart success that she deserved. I was talking to I was talking. She was like, she had some crossover in the States because oh. I was talking to somebody who, who's from New York and they talked about how Beefy Dobson and Pharrell came to his high, came to his high school. Really? Yeah. Because I remember she was on All That. Yes. Beefy Dobson was on All That? Yeah. Well, I don't remember that. I remember it. I, I don't know how old I was. I was very young when All That was on. But there's not, they, they, there's no representation of Black women in yeah. And and that's why I think like we hold on to people like Fifi Dobson and Tina yeah. Turner so much. Because it's like I mean, Fifi Dobson, Tina Turner, am I listening to their music constantly the same way that I'm listening to all my other artists? No, but like I am. 
you are. I almost feel an obligation because it's like these women get left out in the dark so easily because yeah. they don't they don't fit what they don't fit the mold. Yeah. I feel like uh, Tina Turner is still like the like everyone knows that she's like a legend. Yes. She's one of the only ones that is still like revered. Yeah. Well, there's yes. so many ones that are like left behind. Like people know who Tina Turner is. People don't mm-hmm. know who like Donna Summer is. Exactly. Yeah. But even now there are, like, black rock artists like Yola, who, like, Yola should be, like, she should be performing at the Grammys by now. And can I say something, like, indie rock artists like Santa Gold. Like, they should... Oh, my God, I got kicked out of a Santa Gold concert. (gasps) Why did you get kicked out of this story? This was, like, the, like, when her first album. Yeah, What happened? Okay, so what happened was, picture it, I think Uh it was 2009... And me and my friend Max, I've told you guys about Max. Max was my best friend in high school. And um, we wanted to see Santi Gold, but it was 19 or plus. 19 plus. Yeah. And we were like 16, 17. Wow. Yeah. So we got there at 9 a.m. because we were waiting for her tour bus to pull up. Yeah. So that we could be like, hey, like Santi Gold, like yeah, sneak yeah, us yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. So whatever. Santi Gold did not come until like two hours before the concert or something. Of course. Or something <laughs> ridiculous like that. Yeah. So we were there for hours. We tried to get in at one point and the security guards were like, you guys look a little young. And we're like, no, we just left our, our ID at the hotel. Let us in. And they're like, nah, you got to get out of here. So then, whatever. We finally, we tried to talk to, there was this other, remember Amanda Blank? Amanda Blank, who that? Amanda Blank was part of like, I think they're called Mushroom Records. Okay. So there was like Mushroom a bunch Records. of them. It was like Amanda Blank, Santa Gold, MIA, they were all part of like, oh, like indie girl yeah. crew of that. Of girl that. Of yeah. But um, she well, she didn't want to let us in. So then we we found Santi Gold. And I met Santi Gold. I met oh her. My God, we met her. Like, hey, Santi. Like, Max was just like, hey, Santi Gold, can I ask you a question? And she's like, sure. So then she was just like, hi, Santi Gold. You know, we left our blah, 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 at the hotel. Blah, blah, blah. We really would love to see you. Blah, 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 blah. And she's like, we're from the States. And then she's like, you know, I'm coming to your thing we're like oh we can't make it oh but and she's like oh sure just come in so then she snuck us into her concert and i was just like ah, i couldn't even speak oh i was just like, ah. she was like you're so cute and i was like ah. oh my god ah. so we, we sneak into the concert yeah. we see amanda blank and yeah. we see um trouble andrew who was her then boyfriend remember yeah. trouble andrew I, vaguely he was like this like weird white guy. I remember on MySpace when she posted a photo guy. with him. She posted a photo with him and someone commented. It was some this black lady commented. Yeah. And it's like the funniest quote ever. She was just like, I heard a white chocolate, but that's just straight up milk. <laughs> <laughs> just performed this performing she's like maybe on her second or third song Mm -hmm. and max like moved out of the way because max was very tall and people were like we can't see you're too tall so he moved out of the way and then we're at the corner and then oh my god i remember i had like i was just holding like this lady gaga con this lady gaga poster because they were like this was like the same time the fame was popping yeah and whatever what whatever the security guards see us and they're like hey how'd you get in here and then max went to like run away and the guy just like pulled him in and then i was just like okay i guess i'll go i can't leave you and leave him um so then he's just like pushing us out of the concert pushing us through the people pushing us through the crowd. He's like, get out of here. And then he's just like pushing Max through the hallway, pushing Max. And I'm just like, 
and he pushes and he kicks us. We literally got like thrown outside. And I hate bouncers. It was like near you. Oh my god. Of course it was at Phoenix. Phoenix. Of course, of course it was at Phoenix. Phoenix. Oh That's my god. Wild. I'm so sorry that you got kicked out. That's so funny. But you got to meet Santa Gold. I got to meet Santa Gold. Like, that's amazing. That's so I really she's love her. Sure. She's very we're tiny. Brandon, oh, she's gonna ask. Oh. She's tiny and okay. she's and she's she's a lot darker than you think she was. I like this. She was a, she's a dark skinned diva. I can. You know what? Like honestly, all these indie girls that popped off in the early like the the 2010s, 2011s, it should have been Santa Gold. It should have been it always should have been. Well, her. Santa Gold so, is like the writes everything. Yeah. Lights she's out. In- Lights, Lights out. Lights she's out. in all of these ads. Yeah, she's Remember, she wrote she her her my, her signature is I I I I I. Because remember, she wrote that for um Ashley Simpson. Mm-hmm. Out of my head, out I want to know head. what she's up to. Talk to go. We love you. We, we love, love you. you. We hope you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> and Abba, you're absolutely right. It's it's weird how like the alternative umbrella or like the indie rock umbrella is like. Is very much like gatekeeped. Yeah. yeah, but you know what I mean? It's very, it's like, it's like some artists can access that white artists and others, it's like, well, let's see if you qualify. You don't fit the mold. Yeah. yeah. The history of that. And I'm just like, a uh, Prince, Lenny Thank Kravitz. You. Yeah. Thank you. Because I think that's the thing is that rock music is seen as like a white type of music, even though it was invented by black people. Mm-hmm. Low Richard, yeah. Mike Turner created rap rock music too. Like, he was one of the first rap musicians. Yeah, it's 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 truly wild. I'm happy that we got an opportunity to talk about it though, because I think that it's something that still permeates like the way the music industry works. Mm-hmm. Totally, I think it sucks. But it's changing now because, um, like Tina's people- back. Tina's back, guys. Back. Tina just back. got her, or what's that? Kygo. Yes, yes, I saw that. Remixed, um, what's love got to do with it? And it's number one in iTunes in a bunch of countries. It's doing quite well, but she's like planning some sort of comeback, I think. I don't think she's going to perform, but I know that she's coming up with several books this year. There's going to be another biopic made-for-TV movie with HBO. Um, I'm part of this group. I'm part of this group. I've been part of this group since high school. It's called the Global Tina Turner Fan Page. Oh, my God. And all of the tea gets like spilled. All, all the tea, they're all, and they're all just like sharing stuff. And they're like, "We gotta make this number one, guys. We gotta make this number one." Oh, and everyone's yes. like working so hard Galvanized. internationally to like. I love that. Get Tina. But um, she just had her musical. Her oh, musical. Yeah. yeah. Wait. What I had, I did not know this. So she just produced a musical of her life, mm-hmm. and it it was on. I think it debuted on the West, and I think it was supposed to go to Broadway, but with mm-hmm. COVID, it didn't happen. Right. Yeah, yeah. But um, in her book, she was talking about like. She went through so much because she got married to um, her husband, who is, I think, I can't remember, I think he's 16 years younger than her. And they had been dating for like 20, 30 something years at this point. And they finally got married. And then when that happened, she had a stroke. (sighs) Then she got, then she got, her found out her kidneys were failing. No. And then she found out she had cancer. No. And she was just like, yo, I'm just going to die. I'm just gonna die. Like, yeah. let me just die. And then her husband was like, "No, I need you. I need you." So he gave him her her a kidney, <gasps> and then she got the kidney. But then she got treated for cancer, and then she wasn't allowed to get the kidney because she had heart condition because she had high blood pressure. Basically, she did all this crazy shit I'm where she wasn't listening to her doctor, and they're like, "You need to take this your blood pressure medication because it's like, watch out for high blood pressure." 
you know what? she had high blood pressure her entire life and did not and a lot of black people do it's because yeah. bitches be pissing us off <laughs> like she's just like oh i just have high blood pressure that just means that's just like right. oh people got low blood pressure that's what she thought it was oh my god it was definitely a mixture of being a black woman in the music industry yeah and ike yeah. yeah, she used to perform and all yeah. this craziness, but oh, yeah, cool. she's just like, damn, yeah, she almost you know, died, but she came back and she's killing it. Eighty years old. Speaking of resilience, I really, really want to talk about her biopic with um, Angela Bassett. I always found that like, well, her whole story has just like always been such an inspiration for so many people. Like, I remember when she was talking about. Um, or Oprah was talking about how she went to a Tina Turner concert and this woman was just like, oh, seeing her perform is giving mm. me the strength to leave my abusive husband. And people oh were God. just like, so she had like this influence. But let's talk about the biopic. No, absolutely. I think I think her her presence is very like, it's a signifier. It's like, a, a, she ha, she's like a naturally resilient person. But I think for a lot of black women, we, we can like sympathize with all the shit that she's been through. Uh-huh. Um, even if we haven't directly experienced it, we definitely know somebody who has. And in yeah. this day with Twitter, that those kinds of stories are a lot more present. So I think she's very like emblematic of that. But um, I really want to talk about her biopic. Like how, what do you, what are your thoughts on the biopic? Do you like it? Were you a fan? I like it. I always thought it was good. I know that Tina did wasn't a fan of certain aspects of it because really? she was like certain things didn't happen or they were over dramatized. Okay, and okay. she wasn't a fan of that. Like, um, were there are there any examples? There was okay. Trigger warning. There's a sexual assault scene. Okay, and she she didn't like that. She said that that didn't happen, and she didn't okay. like that. Okay, and um, the part at the end of the movie where she um, uh, is. Held at gunpoint by mm-hmm. by Ike after she's like gone all this stuff. That didn't I always, happen. I that did not that. happen. Now that seems oh, like Hollywood she, she to me. Like when she got this was the last time she talked to Ike. So she had mm-hmm. just popped off. She had won three Grammys. Album was it Record of the Year, Song of the Year. Mm-hmm. I think I think maybe she won Album of the Year that year. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, Ike was just like we should do a reunion tour, and her management like reached out to him, and she was just like, oh maybe you should do it, and she was just like, do you know what I went through? I will yeah. never go back to that thing. And that was the last time she ever heard from him ever again. Oh, thank God. And thank they had God. kids together. They had ki- a child together. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking wild. Can we talk about can we talk about Angela Bassett's performance in that though? Did you like it? I liked it. She should have won the Oscar. Thank you. She should have won that motherfucking Oscar. Who was she like, who was she nominated up against? Let's look it up. Let's look it up. Yeah. While we're looking it up, I just want to mention that like Honestly, I assumed that she had won an Oscar for that performance yeah. because as a child, when I watched that movie, I was like, of course she's like an Oscar. Has, Angela, least- has Miss Bassett, has she won an Oscar? No, she has not won an Oscar. That is baffling. In my mind, of Meryl Streep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because they have to make that equivalence. No. There's a lot. To- but she's an incredible actress. I've said this before and I'll say it again. She first came into my heart in the incredible film Akila and the Bee. And her performance is she's a mother who's lost her child. That's what she came. <laughs> it's I was like that was your first movie? That was your I was a child. Akila and the Bee. I love Akila and the Bee. I love Akila and the Bee too. Fishburne? Incredible oh. performance was fine as fuck and disney doesn't make disney doesn't make movies like that anymore they don't they and don't. they won't they won't like, did you know oh. Keelan the bee was written by a a white person no um, 
Yeah. Ugh. It was written like as like he was just like, oh, I heard about this thing. This kid went up. Uh, I heard about a this thing. A spelling bee. It was like, imagine if you're. Um, because I was like looking up, I was like, I hope this is a true story. Yeah. So the person that won was Holly Hunter for the piano, which won very big that year, and a Paquin won an Oscar for that oh. for supporting actress for the piano. And people thought it should have gone to Rosie Perez that year. Yes, and it should have. And you know what? Anna Paquin winning the Oscar that year—that was a stunt because they were like, "Let's give it to this kid," who everyone was like, "This kid is great." And you know what? I'm gonna say it. That's tied into Hollywood's pedophilic nature. And that's all. Really? Whoopi Goldberg hosted the Oscars that year. Who hosted the Oscars? I can't yeah. remember. And she told, she told, because I remember reading Rosie Perez's book, and she's like, Rosie, or Whoopi, like, whispered in her ear and was just like, I think you're going to win it, kid. And then she was happy. But then her father, Rosie's father, was just like, it's it's going to go to the kid. Sorry. Fuck, yeah. And then her father was right. Angela Bassett is perfect. I, agree. I love her an American Horror Story. She oh yeah, waiting to great exhale. American, oh, American Horror Story. Marie right? Laveau. Uh, Marie Laveau. Uh, she's such a great performer in general. I really like her episode of Master of None. <gasps> season's already canceled, but <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, but, but Master of None that episode, um, Lena Waits episode, exactly. I really. That episode, I feel like, is excluded from the Master of None mm-hmm. pantheon because that is very much like a Lena Waithe project it's to me. Like, Lena that's her Waith story, project. you know? And on top of this, I just want to talk about this because a lot of, I feel like a lot of coming out stories that we hear are white coming out stories. And it's like, your parents are shocked at first, but they accept you. And with a lot of people of color, particularly Black people, like- Oh my God, I, I have to tell you the story after. Please tell us that story after. But we'll, I'll, I'll probably never get a chance to come out to my parents because I don't know what the fuck will happen, yeah. right? So right. W- watching that episode, even, her, even though her mother didn't take the news immediately and was kind of like, why are you making life harder for yourself? I've, I still love that episode so much because yeah. I was like, if only my parents could react like that when I tell them I'm queer. Like, you know? You are gay? <laughs> Girl, you were serving Hotel Rowan? <laughs> like, my mom will probably be like, I know. I just it. imagine your grandmother being like, My grandma will we'll close her eyes. My grandma will go. She's <laughs> leaving the room. So my grandma would do. She'd go, No, 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 no. And we'll leave. She always does that. I remember one time I wanted to wear a mini skirt to church and my mom was yelling at me and my dad was like, no. And my grandma saw the mini skirt and she went, no, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Supposedly there was some like drama with my, when my album got released with like my dad's side of the family. So that's like my dad's gr- mother and, um, and uh, his aunt and my aunt. Mm-hmm. And they were like upset that I, I don't know if it was that I was gay or that, or that I didn't come out to them. Right. And they're like, we didn't have our moment kind of what? thing. It's yeah. my cousin about it. And she was just like, yeah, they're mad that you didn't come out to them. And they and I was just like, I don't need to do, do, to do yeah. that. Yeah. Queer people shouldn't have to come out. Exactly. When, when I have children, if they happen to be queer and they if they come out to me, I'll be very disappointed. I've never had, I've never done it. I'm like, I'm not, I'm less like, whatever. Yeah. My grandmother told me, she was just like, oh, Justin said that. That yeah 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 gay, and um and yeah 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 other grandmother your aunt are upset, and I said I don't care that's his life that's not my business. Yeah, no, it's also like that's very much like the same thing happened with my abuela when she found out I was gay. I oh, she found she knows. I didn't know she knows. Well, she she's knew. she's dead now. So. Oh, she- <laughs> 
she took it to the grave. Um, um, <laughs> but I remember, like, I feel like she was, like, what I think she actually was disappointed that I was gay. But she, like, channeled that disappointment to be me, like, I, you should have told me yourself. Because she found out, like, through, like, my aunts or whatever. And I'm, like, I think, like, you being mad that I didn't tell you in person is just a version of you being, like, I wish you weren't. <laughs> well, I was just like I. She's like my other grandma is also very crazy, um. But like, like I remember when I stayed with her, and she, she, she kept. She was just like, oh, here's. I don't know if I've told you guys this story where she kept two books. Oh, you in have the room. To- yeah, she kept two books. Um, one in the room for me. One was the Book of Negroes, yeah. and the other one was the Bible, just in case I wanted to do some light reading. Mm-hmm. And then when she came back and saw that the Bible was untouched, she was like, I'm going to take this back, since you're obviously not using it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, Ben, I just remembered. Sorry not to cut off this conversation. We have a little quiz. So we have... I Well, I made a little quiz. I made a little quiz, so... So it's going to happen. Oh my God, I'm nervous and excited. Um, I made a little quizzy, quizzy, quizzy about oh, Tina Turner. I'm going to send the you Turner. the link now. So I'll be quizzing Brandon and Abba about Tina Turner. This is called the Tina Turner test. I'm just getting that linky. And you know what? I realize that making a quiz is like a lot easier than one would think. Anyone can really make a quiz. And I was so stressed out about it. I was like, I'm gonna fuck it up. No, yeah, I, was just, I was just like, you know what? Ben needs to make this quiz. I'm like, <laughs> the fucking quiz. Because you guys seem so stressed. So I was like, oh, I can help you guys if you need help. I didn't know. I thought it was like a quiz for people to do. Like, just like they're doing the quiz after. <laughs> Like a fun interactive like thing, and then you were being so sassy with me, I was and sassy just with like, what's wrong with this bitch? I was well, like, I'm it's because it it's okay, Ellen. Ellen, Ellen, go back to the fucking bridge. Go back to the motherfucking bridge. I'm gonna try to help you. <laughs> and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the bet. I'm, I, you know what? I'm on trial. Run and tell that. Here's the thing. Oh shit. Brandon was, Brandon was, at, and that was me. I did that. Brandon was, at, Brandon wanted to add, he wanted to add questions in the quiz, but then it would be like, if you knew the answers to the quiz, then who would be quizzing who? Exactly. Well, who would be quizzing who? I'm quizzing you and Abba. Who's quizzing who? I'm quizzing you and Abba. I'm the quiz master. Let's all take the quiz. Yes, Let's so read that. Who's get, who? get your phone out, Brandon. You have, I sent oh. it to our, to our group chat. Um, so ben, has, ben, you read out the questions, mm. we'll answer privately, and then we will read our results. Yes, end. that's perfect. Okay. So, question number one. What is Miss Tina Turner's... Wait, where do I do this? Do you, do you see the link in the Facebook group? Where? Oh, that was where I got the text. Yeah. Okay. Don't worry, Brent. We... Okay. A couple questions are very easy. Okay, I got that done. Okay. Oh, I, oh, oh, I oh, like that. So what is Miss Tina Turner's real birth name? Answer number one, Anne-Marie Bushwick. Answer number two, Anna Mae Bullock. Or answer number three, Anne May Brown. Or answer number four, Anne Purnell. It's Anne Purnell. Anne Purnell. It's Anne Purnell? Okay, so that is actually incorrect. Miss um, Tina Turner's real name is Miss Anna Mae Bullock. Okay. okay. 
Question number two. Well, this is so easy. We already talked about this, but where You're would Miss Question three? Yeah. Well, Brandon, we're... I'm leading. You follow me. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. Brandon, you the quiz on his own. Well, I thought that's what we were supposed to do. <laughs> I don't understand. See, why is he doing this quiz? I told him. <laughs> this podcast is canceled. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to ban Ellen. This Okay, let's go. Ben Generous. I was Ben Generous. Or Bellin. Or Bellin. Yeah, Bellin. Oh, okay. okay. We'll, we'll skip question number. We'll skip this one because we all know she was born in Nutbush. Brampton, Ontario. Born in Brampton, Ontario. Okay. So, where did Tina and Ike get married? I found this interesting. Oh my God, I have tea about that. So, was she married in Brampton? Was she married yes. in America, Los Angeles? Or was she married in... Tijuana, Mexico. She was married in Brampton. She was married yes. in Brampton. I was there. No, she was married was in there. Tijuana, which is so yeah. random to me. She was married at Bramley Mall. <laughs> <laughs> Before it was renovated. Yeah. Okay, so the tea on this, the tea on this yeah. is um he like kind of like took her there and was like a a a, a bootleg wedding. Oh. And then for their like celebration, he took her to some like weird sex show. And Tina Turner is very like prim and proper and very much like a lady. And she's like, I was physically sick. I almost threw up. Why'd they go oh. on their wedding day? He took her there. He That's like so was just gross. like, you can get fast. Well, he was crazy. He didn't do it because he loved her. He did it because then he would have control over her. That was why he married her. Oh, I hate him. I hate Ike. Don't worry, he comes up in the quiz, but in a very in a way that makes us all feel better. Um, <laughs> okay. And generous made me spit out my. <laughs> Thank you, Trisha. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I would be generous. Might have to be my drag name. Drag Race Canada. I'm coming. You ain't generous. <laughs> <laughs> but I am married to Portia. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> so no. Question number. I forget what number. But which Tina Turner song was covered by the late great Naya Rivera on Glee? was number one river deep mountain high number two proud mary number three nutbush city limits or number four all of the above it was tina country (laughs) what that's like a tina turner album all those songs yeah 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 yeah. that is an album i know that is really upsetting upsetting i know she was really her and Riley were the only good parts about. If you watch interviews with the whole cast, Bella and Amber are always like very, like very, like fr- they're friends. It's so sweet to see them interact with each other. They're cute. As learning the cast drama, but I'm so sad. I'm. I know. Really- I know it was. But okay, moving on. What are we gonna do, Ben? Where did Tina Turner break the world record for largest documented live performance? Number one. Spain, number two, USA, number three, South Africa, number four, Brazil, or number five, Brampton, Ontario. Number five, Brampton, Ontario. It's Brampton, Ontario, JK. It was Brazil. It was the Heritage Theater. Heritage Theater. Brampton don't got no type of culture. Fuck <laughs> like, I knew it was Brazil. Brampton. We should do a live nostalgic in Brampton. Four people that will show up to Rose Theater. Like, <laughs> I'm not mad at that. 
know how Rose Theater is paying their mortgage, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this question in the city, so I think that they just we're gonna skip this question because we already talked about it. Okay, so who is trash? Number one, Ike. Number two, Ike. Number three, Ike. Number four, Ike. Or number five, all of the above. I would go so far as to say Ike. Yeah, I would say um, Ben Sosa right. Ah! <laughs> That's the secret answer. Yeah. And Brandon actually won five million bonus points with that one. So Brandon's in the lead, and Abba, you have negative three points. Fuck you, sorry, I'm your girl. Mom. <laughs> okay. Ooh, this was interesting. Brandon okay. probably knows about this from the book. What stage name did Miss Tina Turner go by before landing on Tina Turner? Number one, Abba Amaquando. Number two, Little Mix. <laughs> number three, Brandon Ash Muhammad. Number four, Ann Nutbush. Or number five, Little Ann. I'll say Abba Amaquando. Abba Amaquando is Abba's answer. It's- Little Ann. It's Little Ann. It's Little Abba Emma Kwanda. She should have gone by Little Abba. Oh my god. Okay. How many Grammys did What's Love Got to Do With It win? Hmm, I think it was four. Brandon's right. I'm going to steal your answer. It was four. Oh my god, you're both right. So now Abba is also tied with Brandon at five million points. I love it. Okay. What is Ben's favorite Tina music video? I, I think it's Private Dancer. Typical Man. It's Typical Man. And you know what, Abba, you're a good listener. Oh, typical, even... sorry, Typical Male. Okay, see, this is why he shouldn't have done the quiz. See, well, okay? Brandon. See, you're proving my point. <laughs> proving my point. He's canceled. canceled. I mean, this is Gwen. He's just showing his shrink. You this should have oh, oh, to a to a merch. Oh my god! Wait, we have one more question. Okay, so this is—I don't think anybody will ever get this one. I mean it. And you know what? Whoever does get this, what's Ben's favorite Tina song? What's my favorite Tina song? So, okay, River Deep, Mountain High, Tonight, Better Be Good to Me, or I Can't Stand the Rain. It's I Can't Stand the Rain. Brandon, what's your answer? I'm going to say it's um, I Can't Stand the Rain. You are both right! You're both well, right! The answer out of all of those songs, so it's definitely that song. Well, I love that song. You see the that. She did. Me, I'm super black. <laughs> and wait, I think that's the... Oh my god, you guys, we got 7 out of 11. We got 11 out of 11. Sorry, baby. 11, honey. Got you got five eleven. out of eleven. Because <laughs> I kept saying eleven, <laughs> eleven, make a wish. <gasps> oh wait, can I, can I say my wish out loud? Okay. Okay. My eleven, eleven wish is: I want all of my friends to be healthy and happy, and um, download and subscribe Nostalgique and Brandon's stand-up album, and also. Um, be nice to me. If you see me out there, smile at me. Give me a little wave. Say I got a nice haircut. Yes, Mr. Haircut. Mr. Haircut. You got a haircut. Don't cancel me for getting a haircut. I'm sorry. You're not canceled for getting a haircut. You got COVID. 
my <laughs> oh my, my, God. my 11 11 wish is that i want world peace <gasps> and people to download and buy brandon's album <laughs> and for covid that ugly stupid bitch to die and for somebody to give me a nice kiss on the butt <gasps> oh yeah that's a good one oh my god i changed can i change my 11 11 wish mm-hmm. can i change my 11 11 wish i take mine back okay my 11 11 wish is i want to also be kissed on the butt but also uh-huh. when it's safe to do mm-hmm. that don't cancel me um and i want to get kissed on also i like a little kiss like right beside the ear oh is that freaky <laughs> Little dicky bitch. <laughs> <laughs> my 11-11 wish. Okay. My 11-11 wish is that Tina Turner goes on tour in oh, the middle yeah. of COVID. She's like, fuck yeah. it, I don't care. And then she's like, Brandon, you know what? I want to bring, I want to, I want you to be also Tina Turner. And then like, <laughs> so then like, like she does half the show and then I do the rest. <laughs> I I love I And then and buy my album. Yeah. And buy Brandon's album. Just picture album. Tina Turner coming up to your brand and saying, I need you to, to also be Tina Turner too. I need you to be Tina Turner. You need to be her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Brandon, oh it's just talking to you. We obviously love talking to you every time because you're our after. Are we doing an after? We need to do an after. Oh, party. we're doing an after, after party for sure. We're going to have a for sure, for sure. For sure. Um, but I mean, thank you so much. Thank you for your contributions to. Uh, what is that, Kevin? <laughs> 2007. I think, where am I? I'm right here, and I'm, I was like, I'm emo this year. Oh my so God. I was just like, I have a toucan, yeah. and I'm wearing eyeliner. And it looks hot. It looks like it's hot, and you have a toucan. Oh, but anyway. I don't care. I don't care. Oh, I alternative. Oh I God. love alternative Brandon. We love alternative thank Brandon. Thank you so much for doing the show. You're the uh, dream. We love you so so much. Download your album. Uh, download Brandon's album wherever. Capricornication. Capricornication. Down- Buy it today. Go to my link tree on my Instagram at Brandon AM Comedy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ah. Love it. it. And oh okay, my we're God. Gonna play now. Bad Dog TV. Subscribe to Bad Dog TV's YouTube. Subscribe Bye. to Bad Dog TV. Yes. Mm-hmm. We love Soko Donate to Bad Dog TV, and I second that. Long live Coco Galore. Tina, if you if you see this, donate. Oh, yeah. Yes. And we love it. Thank we you. And it. thank you to Sean. Yes. Thank you to Sean. We love thank Sean. Thank you so much to Sean, the, the magic behind the scenes for making us look good and making us sound good. Thank you so much. We love you. And we'll see you guys later. Bye, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much. Love you so much. Okay, so you've been listening to Abba. And you've been listening to Beth. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!